Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio's microphones stretch out across the Atlantic to bring you strike point. Our expert informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, Webmaster Radio presents Strike Point. Hello! I think you're running now. Stay with me. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm here, man, but AOL's kicked me off, so we're going to have to kind of go blind, or I can Skype into you or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, think, welcome to Strike Point. Dude, what's going on? You know, I got so many messenger systems, like, I mean, on this IRC channel with Webmaster Radio, I'm doing Skype, I'm doing three different kinds of messengers, you know, and they're all popping up, and except for you, you're not popping up anywhere. <laughs> hey, that's the way I like it, in the dark. <laughs> I guess you're just clogging me. Anyway, we're all back with a good show for you guys today for Strike Point. Uh, the only European show on Webmaster Radio. I don't know actually how much European it's going to be, but um, nevertheless, we're here. And uh, this is the end of the year. I'm not sure. I, I believe we're going to broadcast next week, uh, the last Monday in the year. Uh, but we are we are getting close to the end of the year, and as usual, by the end of the year, you want to summarize on some things. And we chose to look a bit on uh, the vocabulary that turned up this year, all the funny words, some of the cool words, and some of the stupid words that have been in use this year. So, Dave, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. And uh, I think we, we have... Do we have to mention your birthday? We could do, I suppose. We could sing happy birthday live on the radio to me, I suppose. <laughs> I think, you know, you guys should know, today is actually Dave's birthday. And yeah. he's very old. I'm not even allowed to say how old he is. But I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true, yeah, that's true. Anyway, we're going to come back in just a few seconds. Um, we'll leave you with our sponsors, our dear sponsors that keep this program live. Um, so be with you in a couple of seconds. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. What happens when super affiliates hit the glass ceiling? They develop RevenueGateway.com, the ad network developed by super affiliates for the affiliate marketplace. Tap into the most powerful and intuitive system designed for ROI, exclusive tier one advertisers, highest industry payouts, bonus rewards, and rock sun on time payments. Looking to be creative or need mentoring? There is always someone there for you live 24-7. RevenueGateway.com, the secret to your success. RevenueGateway.com. Like the idea of gambling and winning with someone else's money? How about cashing in with the house? Sign up today with PartyPoker.com, the world's largest poker room and poker affiliate program. Cash in on one of the most lucrative and fastest growing industries for webmasters. There's $10 million paid out to webmasters every month. The world is your oyster and every hand is a winner. Wouldn't you like a slice of that pie? PartyPoker.com. Betting on the house makes you a winner every time. Contact Alex. 
Alex L. at PartyGaming.com for a great deal. PartyPoker.com At Webmaster Radio, we're serious about our work. And no one works harder and is more professional than our own SE guru. This one's for you, pal. Okay, that stuff will wake you up. Excuse me. This has been the best time I've had since college. Where did you get that giant hurricane? But I was upstairs. I didn't have a giant hurricane. I got to get one of those big ones. Uh huh. Oh, that was good. All right, I got it right in there. Find that in there. I saw you at like 5 a.m. Or no, is it 4? 4 a.m. Walking out of my room talking about freaky monkey sex. That's great. I've been fighting my way to the bar of it because I got a mic working. <laughs> I got to try and fight my way to the bar, and I think with an open mic, I can get, I can make it a little quicker. You know what? That's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> a boy, SE Guru. Way to make us proud. <laughs> and uh, I imagine we'll see you at the next one, of course. Terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. So, we're going to go through some of the terms that's been basically adopted by the search industry over the last year. And I think we're going to start with the term link condom. Is that a good one, Mikkel, to start with? Yeah, I think so. And, and, and for any of you that, that are in the chat room, if, um, if you have any terms you want us to take up, just uh, say so, and we'll be happy to comment away. But we have a long list to go through, so uh, don't throw in too many. But let's, <laughs> let's move on with it. Yeah, Link Hunter, that came, that came on, uh, when was it? During the spring or summertime or something? Yeah, we don't quite know. I mean, we try to guess the best we can who's, term these coins, and we can't decide at the moment if it was Oil Man or the Monkey Web Gorilla. Um, so if we get it wrong, please, next time you see us, give us a slap. We don't mind. But basically, the Link Condom was the no-follow, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, no, uh, the no-follow uh, um, property for, for, for links that a bunch of search engines and publishers uh, came around to as a solution or at least that's what they proposed, a solution to link spam. Uh, so they came up with uh, what was very fast coined down as a link condom. And uh, it, it's actually been, been quite interesting with some of these terms, and, and this one indeed too. It's one of my favorite terms. I love it. Uh, but, but the interesting thing is that, that it re- really catches on. A lot of people are using it now, even people that you probably wouldn't suggest yeah. <laughs> normally yeah, use I'm, these kind of terms. But it's I'm, getting around. I'm kind of like into minds where I link condom. Is that to protect the person you're linking to? Or is that what you put on when you're going to sort of like really like link them hard? It's what you put on when you fuck hookers. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like to me, it's like if I'm going to go out and sort of like fuck somebody with links, you know what I mean? I I don't don't want to wear a condom. I want want to pass all my evilness through. (laughs) That's true. But um, I guess you know that there are many discussions about what what condoms really are, and then of course you could you could 
take it from a religious point of view and turn it all the way around. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. It, if you have a page that's only got a few link condoms on it, I suppose then you could go down like, well, this is the feathered variety, and this is like the rib variety, and I suppose there's like loads <laughs> of different link condoms you could actually use in the industry. I suppose like a JavaScript link, that could be like the ribbed one. You know what I mean? Some of the search engines will follow it. Some of the search engines won't follow it. The feathered one could be just, I don't know, a cloaked link, I guess. Yeah, and maybe, maybe they could issue some, some links with taste. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. I suppose that leads us on quite nicely to, uh, I think it was Danny Sullivan's, wasn't it? Link Juice and Link Love. Yeah, maybe just uh, one more thing. I just posted the link to, uh, because, you know, I think we discussed who actually coined the term, because I think maybe actually Greg Bozo was the one who, who originally said it. Yeah, uh, probably But in any case, Oilman just jumped into it and booked the domain. Yeah. And um, here we got this this beautiful full site on linkcondom.com. Uh, there's not much on it, but but he do have some some really good graphics. See, that's not like Todd at all, is it? Pinching someone else's idea? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we get back to that on some of the other terms, uh, yeah. I guess. Todd knows we love him really, even if he's a corporate bitch. Yeah, but but then again, who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Where are we at? We're going off track really quickly, and if we're not careful, we're just going to end up with link condom as the only term that we know. <laughs> so let's move on with the next one. This is this is actually one of my favorite ones, uh, link love. Uh, yeah. or I think some people now referring more often to it like link juice. And would you explain just a little bit there? Well, Nevdul just posted up in the forum, it keeps, the, the link condom keeps you from having uh, PR children, so I suppose the link juice is what gives you PR children. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we both got a few. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose if you get link juice from, like, Google or someone like that, I suppose it really means that you're going to have lots of little children everywhere very shortly. Or either that or you're going to explode or something like that. Link spunk. Yeah, I don't know if that really works so well in the corporate marketplace there. I actually noticed that, that uh, uh, Danny Solomon was using uh, Link Love in his keynote presentation in Chicago just a couple of weeks ago. I yeah. Guess you were yeah. probably and sleeping at I that think, time. But <laughs> I think he blogged about Link Juice as well at some time as well. Yeah, so that, that is definitely one of the... And, and it's, it's, it's an interesting, interesting term because uh, we now see that some link counts and some link doesn't count. I mean, before, you know, when did that start happening? You know, I don't, I don't know exactly, but before that, a link was just a link. You could have a good link or a bad link, but they all gave juice. They all gave away love. Yeah. And now suddenly we have the, the, the link condom, and we have engines going around discounting links from certain sites they don't like because they're selling links or whatever it is. Yeah, like, and like so, so now we have links that don't really give any link love. Yeah, like not, and, and they don't even have to wear a link condom. I don't know what you call it then, <laughs> if your link is not giving any love. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Jeremy's blog's just firing blanks now, so unlucky. Oh, uh, yeah. He's not, he's not a sponsor anyway, is he? So, mind you, he does work for Yahoo, so mm, kind of a tricky one there. Maybe Jeremy doesn't fire total blanks. Maybe he's only semi-blanks in certain areas of his blog. Yeah, yeah that could be. <laughs> yeah, I would hate to fire blanks, though, wouldn't you? I mean, it's like, it, it, I mean, it's like the whole internet works around <laughs> Link Bobbit. Uh, the whole internet works around you firing good juice, and 
when someone like Google comes along and castrates you, I, what can you do? You know what I mean? It's like, do you grow new testicles or, or what? I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know what you do really in a, a situation maybe, like maybe that. Maybe you move on to, to link warfare. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't really coined that term yet, but, but it may come around. Yeah. I, thought, I think people are doing that already. I've seen people that are buying links for one of my clients' websites at the moment, and it's not my clients, but they are site-wide and they're all over the place. So I'm like, hmm, now it's going to be a bit interesting to see what happens in the future. Definitely, definitely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Should we move on to my favorite term? Yeah, we should. Yeah, search bash. I love oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think not only was it term coined by Webmaster Radio, was it Darren? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know but when it was. It but it definitely belonged to Webmaster Radio at this point. Yeah. Webmaster Radio rocks the party scene, no doubt about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that, like, to me, search bash means the guys that saved the day. You know what I mean? You go to a show, no one's putting on a, a bash whatsoever, and you, you just hear little rumors, search bash is going to happen, search bash is going to happen, and it always does. Yeah, and, it, and, and that is kind of interesting because at least for a couple of the shows that I've been around to lately, there wasn't any, any search bash arranged. You know, there wasn't really any plans for any parties. And then suddenly within a day or two, they all get it pulled together, and, you know, I, I really got to admire these guys, you know. Uh, in Chicago, it's like coming up on Monday, you know, let's do this, you know, Tuesday, they got it all together, and Wednesday, you have search bed, you know. Yeah. It's I mean, like what, which of the guys could do that? Which of the guys could do that? A drop of a hat, say, we're going to organize a party for, um, how many guys were there? 250, 300 people? Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's like, it's incredible. You know what I mean? It's absolutely incredible. Um, the people like Darren and Brandy are out there just keeping those guys alive. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I feel really proud to be a part of uh, Webmaster Radio. Really proud. It is good. So yeah. before, we, um, before we get too much into just um, saying nice about the radio, <laughs> maybe we should move on with some of the other terms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We always end up just, you know, talking about how great we are, <laughs> or at least, no, actually, we talk about how great all the other people at the radio are. I don't think yeah. we ever yeah. mentioned you and yeah. me. But <laughs> yeah, we're great as well. <laughs> you know, to be to be quite honest, you know, you and I didn't do much <laughs> to to pull any of these parties together. It is uh, all the other good guys at the radio. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I just want to go live on air and say that actually Brandy does more than Darren for Webmaster Radio because she's a hot chick and hot chicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 who's coming in there? <laughs> you see, you see, Eddie's not in control today, is he? You see, someone else is taking care of us today, so you're most probably going to get loads of abuse and stuff. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at? Where are we at? We were talking about Danny just before using uh, many of these terms, and actually I think Danny came up with the next term we, we, we talked about. Uh, and it's, it's really more than a term. It was a whole idea about search marketing day. Yeah. Uh, some Danny. guy went ahead and booked the domain. I have no idea who it is, but that, that was actually an interesting thing. He's been talking about it in a couple of keynotes, and uh, the whole idea about you know having a day of, uh, that everybody just get off work and we just have fun wherever we are. Uh, that's kind of appealing. <laughs> yeah. It's like every Thursday thought. for me. What? <laughs> like every Thursday for me. 
Isn't that just like a late afternoon in Star Trek or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the... I, I like the idea of search marketing day. Um, I can't see a lot of people taking it up, but it's, it'd be nice if we had... Uh, if we could do something. You know, like, I don't know if you, the, the American listeners know about this. In the UK, we have what's called Red Nose Day, where people raise money for charity and wear stupid plastic red noses and get dressed up and do stupid things. Um, kind of, I mean... People in the UK do that quite often, don't they? I mean, dress yeah. up funny and look stupid. <laughs> yeah, Fridays. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> and Christmas days. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> what was our next one on our list? Splogs. I oh, yeah. Splogs, one of the favorites. I, I think I, actually Splogs came up this year, didn't it? Yeah. What was the other one? Splinks as well, was it? I don't know. It was something stupid. I, it's like... I mean, Splogs is basically auto-generated spam blogs, um, and it's—I don't know—it's—I just don't like those kind of terms. You know what I mean? It's—it's—it's—I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about just before the show whether we should sort all all these terms into a shit list and a hit list, and yeah. we discussed yeah. it a little bit, and we never really came around to it. And um, but I think definitely the the, the Splogs is going on the shit list. Shit right? list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know who coined it, it. It was most probably a blogger. Most probably that's why we don't like it so much. Oh, yeah, it looked like a, a blogger term, yeah. They make up this stuff, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what but, was but, it? I mean, it's like, I want to rant about bloggers for a second, Anna, because they go on about the fact that, oh, you know, people, they put comment spam on our blogs, they're really evil, they're only doing it to get rankings in Google. But these are the guys that came along and said, hey, if we Google bomb, yeah, which is a totally cool term, then we we can do it for for fun, and we can basically build all these links with all our bloggy friends, and and we can make people rank for silly things. And it's like, yeah, dude, good idea, but don't complain like shit when we come along and do it for monetary reasons and not fun reasons. No, exactly. And and we had this discussion and this. Uh uh, hate relationship with with bloggers for 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 a long time. Uh, it, it, it's it's so interesting. It's been so interesting to to watch that whole whole blogger scene move on and and the way that they, you know, it it, it felt like they 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 were feeling like they were reinventing the whole web, you know, by by just putting up simple stuff on a simple CMS. You know, what's what's a new deal here? You know, except yeah. you know people write stuff. That's great. You know, let people write stuff. But hey, it's not it's not a miracle. It's, it's, yeah, it's just publishing. Yeah, and and if you ask somebody to basically leave comments and links on your blog, um, hey, presto, look what happens. People leave links and comments on your blog, even if they are automated. It's like yeah, and and it's and it's like you know the whole it's it's so interesting you know that the whole talk about from one point you know some people say even even Google say you know we don't like automated content you know they I think they have it in the webmaster guidelines you know. If you just put up automated content, you know, we don't want to, to index and rank that stuff. Yeah. On the other hand, some of the most brilliant websites on the web, uh, uh, some of the greatest places, including uh, parts of, of, of Google, like Google News, is a, is a great portal, is a great site, but it's all automated. It's all scraper crap, you know, yeah. basically. It, it's just great scraper crap. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, so, so I don't, I don't, and I mean, a search engine or, 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 or bidding engine or anything like that, 
is an automated website. You know, what, what's wrong with that? You know, what, what's wrong with automating? Um, if you can find out ways, and there are definitely ways, I mean, you and I have been, been, been playing around with stuff like that, there are definitely ways where you can build automatically information for, for, for blogging format, call it whatever you like, uh, that are, you know, if you do it really, really well, you're probably going to do better than 50% of the pure and bad blogs that you see around that are not automated. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm just looking at one now, feedalicious.com, which is just basically loads of RSS feeds pumped into one. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I'm sure that they won't get banned for it. You know what I mean? It's uh, Maybe it's a will now that I've mentioned it. I don't know. But, it, you know what I mean? Th- there's so many, like, aggregators out there that just bring in content from everywhere and just regurgitate it, and that's okay. Uh, I suppose it depends if you're buying AdWords or not, if it's okay, I guess. Yeah. I guess we're going to keep on to, to this blog in just a few more seconds, but uh, first we're going to have a small commercial break. Please welcome our sponsors. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's BOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. Textlinkads.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? All we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50%, the highest payouts on the net, and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Welcome back to Strike Point with Dave Naylor and Miguel DeMitt. Uh, we were just talking about words that came up this year in our business. Um, and we were talking about SPLOCKS, SP locks or SPAM locks. Um, and we were talking about the whole blocking scene and how they seem to, to, to want to dominate uh, everything and, and they, they see themselves as a center of the world or whatever it is. I think they came up with this uh, SP log as a, as a term to coin down automated blocks that they don't like. They call spam. As we were just discussing before the break, maybe these automated blocks are not so bad. Um, after all, they're really just uh, combining information from other websites just as the rest of the web does. I mean, most of the, most of the really cool websites out there are really just combining things. But anyway, the, uh, there was a question during the, the break we just had. There was a question coming in from the chat from Guest 231. 
is a tool or test to know if your blog appears as spam to the search engines. <laughs> and, uh, and I was um, just replying, yes, uh, time. Except for time, do you have any better suggestions, Dave? Um, I wasn't listening again, sorry. It's Mugshot in the chat room asking me questions about a blog post about someone spamming. Um, suggestions to find out if your blog is classed as spam. Uh, well, a quick check, of course, is are you listed as supplemental in the search engines, which is always a good one. Yep. Um, and if you take an eight-word combination of your blog as unique content, put it in quotations and search Google. If more than one website comes up with that content and you're not the number one website, then you have a problem. Is that fair enough? Yeah, but I guess uh, that could still happen uh, even if you are not specifically um, penalized for spamming. Yeah. Um, it could just be a poor job. Or someone else could be with more PR stolen all your content and went crazy. Yeah, exactly. So there could be other reasons for that too. I don't think, you know, to answer the question short, I don't think there's any any tools that can you can run your website through and and check whether it's spam or not spam. A lot of people have been asking about this for years. Uh, not not just in terms of of is blocks or, or, or spam logs, but in terms of any kind of website. I had numbers of clients that said, oh, couldn't we just, you know, run our pages through a validator? And it tells us whether it's uh, spammy or not, you know, whether we cross the line. So this way we can just move everything just to the line and then check it with a tool. Well, it's not possible, first of all, because the only one who could actually build this tool for us would be the engines themselves. And we would have to run it through a Google tool, an MSN tool, and a Yahoo tool, because they don't, they don't operate from the same uh, editorial uh, rules. And even if they did build this tool, it wouldn't work. Because sometimes you get penalized algorithmically. So in other words, uh, they, they identify something automatically on your website and you get penalized. But in a lot of other cases, uh, uh, and especially today, you know, there's a lot of cases where uh, penalization is done uh, by hand. And we're going to come back to that a little bit later. But um, websites are penalized by hand. is just following some written guidelines on how to do it. It's not definitive set of rules that you could build into any kind of tool. It's a human decision. You know, yeah. Matt Cott sit down, he looks at stuff, you know, he judges it, and, you know, he comes out and say whether it's, it's banned or not. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not something you could put into a simple algorithm. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, a lot of the stuff that gets hand-pulled is basically, it's most probably tripped a filter at some time, and they thought, mm, could it, is it or isn't it? Um, I mean, I don't know if you know how Google actually tests algorithms. They've basically got a list of a set of sites that they know would never spam. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then they've got a list of sites that they know have been caught spamming, yeah, and they're total, ultra, just total spam sites. And they run the algorithm on them set, two sets of sites, yeah, and then they look at the data set that's produced from it. And if the percentage is 50-50, then the all goes crap. If the algorithm's 90-10, it's not too bad. If the algorithm's 99% and 1%, it's either great or really, 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 really bad. So it's, you know what I mean? And then once they've, they've got the algorithm right, then they'll release it onto the wild. And, and that's pretty much how Google, well, in my opinion, uh, that's how Google look at things. Yeah, it, 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 it's very similar to, to the experience I have. Um, but anyway, maybe we should move on. We can talk about blocks all day, and we actually have a few more things that are related to blocks coming up. 
So um, the next term that we put on our list is uh, comment spam. Yeah, I don't think I don't think actually comment spam was coined down in in, in two thousand five. Uh, it, it probably came on a few years before that, but it's definitely gained momentum this year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I mean I mean Danny did a poll, didn't he? Is it cool? Is it not cool? Um, I own a blog. I get comment spam on my blog. A lot of the other bloggers think it's funny, and it's like it's like yeah, it's the way of the world. I own a blog. I let people put comments on it. Um, what the hell? I, you know what I mean? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's uh, you know it's it's it's. I think that that comment spam in its original form, going back to forums and guest books and stuff, has probably been around since you know you could put a link on the web. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, it, it's definitely in the past year or two years, it's definitely uh, caught a lot of more uh, attention. More people are building tools, and unfortunately, more people are building really poor uh, block spamming tools, comment yeah. spamming tools, that yeah, I mean, are, are, are comment spamming at blocks where they should not do it. And they don't have uh, proper systems in place to limit on what kind of blocks they, they really want to uh, comment spam. Yeah. Uh, as we all talked about a few times before, the most intelligent uh, comment spammers are going after abandoned blogs, yeah. blogs that nobody goes to anyway. You know, it doesn't hurt anybody to put a few comments on a blog nobody goes to anyway, but it may give you some link juice. That's at least the, 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 the rationale for doing it. Uh, on the other hand, I mean, I do understand when, when Danny brings up examples such as uh, uh, a, a memorial website for, for somebody who just passed away and it, it's a really emotional site and stuff, and then these guys come along with all the adult stuff or, or pills or whatever it is and just spam the block in a way that, that it just makes it impossible for them to maintain this uh, memorial uh, piece. And yeah, in, I, I mean, the way that I see it, you've got professional spammers and then you've got dickhead spammers. Yeah. yeah? You know what I mean? And the dickhead spammer will just buy an off-the-shelf piece of commenting um, automated spam bot that just basically spiders the search engines for um, open blogs and just spams away. Uh, the clever pro spammers, they write their own basically automated scripts that first off inject something which is a unique code or a unique string of text that basically it doesn't affect anything, yeah, then they'll leave it, yeah, and they'll come back in a couple of weeks' time and see if it's still there. And if it is still there, then basically what happens is that that's a dead blog. You know what I mean? If someone put, posts on your blog um, X7298B12841 and nothing else, you're going to delete that quite quickly. And if you own a blog and you see one of those, delete it very quickly, because if you don't, and the automated spider comes back and it finds that, then it's going to mark you down as being a dead blog. Now, a lot of automated blog scripts will recheck um, time and time and time again um, to make sure that they are still hitting dead blogs. But a lot of them don't. So get it off there quickly, and you can almost guarantee that your blog will be moved into the list of places not to hit. Um, and that's just common courtesy, really. You know what I mean? You're going after dead things, not live things. Yeah, but of course, I mean, uh, those uh, poor amateur common spammers are giving uh, spammers a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's the it, same as any bloody bedroom spammer, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm a 16-year-old kid, I'm working out my bedroom, and I'll do anything to make $20 a month. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, get real. It's like, there is, I mean, it's like 
amateur cloakers and oh, it just it annoys me so much. It's like, oh, dude, SE Guru is just saying that I'm one of them. Yeah, dude, it's like you are so amateur at radio shows like I'm amateur at spamming. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. But, but then again, he's just a radio host now, you know, he's not really an SEO anymore, so. <laughs> You know, I mean, he's always been an amateur, you know, so I guess that's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at? We've, that, that, that was a common spam, wasn't it? Um, the new generation was obviously the uh, scraper sites, wasn't it? We don't know yeah, where the actual... Yeah, that is actually term. our next term, scraper sites. Yeah. It, it, it came around quite a bit lately, you know. I was, I was, I was actually uh, put down in, a, in, a, in an article, big article this, uh, this week in Denmark... Uh, they claimed that I was doing scraper sites. Uh, unfortunately for them, they, they connected me with a domain that I don't even own, which was just making the whole thing very funny. And uh, it, it turned out pretty funny. And um, but you know, when you when you're when you're doing borderline stuff, you know, you get pulled out sometimes. You know, I don't really care much about that. But scraper sites is definitely a big thing this year. Yeah. Now, when when people talk about scraper sites, some some people coin the term very narrowly into the specific sites based on search result scraping. And some people go in a little border and just talk about any kind of scraping. And, you know, depending on what kind of term you want to or what definition of a term you want to use, uh, there's definitely a lot of different kinds of scraper sites. And as we just talked about before, even, even Google built scraper sites. Well, in fact, the whole search industry is just one big scraper industry. <laughs> I mean, we've we've got a, a scraper site out there that basically it looks so real that we get emails most probably daily, yeah? And it's about visas and things like this. And we get people like, hi, um, I married a guy from Nigeria who beats me. Can you send him home? <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, it's like, this is not a real site. Stop emailing me. And it's like, I've lost my visa. I'm but, but- in... Iraq, can you help me? And I'm like, dude, it's not a real site. Try someone who cares. And it's like, they, they <laughs> become, they've become so real, yeah, that people believe in them. And I'm like, how are we ever going to get away with this? You know what I mean? And it's like, God. It's like, I had one that we, um, we were running some contextual advertising program on. Um, and basically, I got an email from the person saying, hey, where did the um, ad go for this company that I'm trying to find? I've clicked on all your other ads to try and find it, but I can't. Can you please put that ad back on? Um, and I'm like, <laughs> but dude, stop clicking Dave, on my you, ad. When you put up your email address on your scraper <laughs> site, you get all these funny emails, you know? Well, we put comment, we put an actual um, privacy policy on there and add your URL to this site and... Um, yeah, I guess that's what you have to do if you if you want to go into um, to, to to that kind of scraper side. We're actually going to come back uh, to another term in a minute. That's 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 really cutting down that that kind of scraper side. But the original scraper site is really crap-looking scrapes from mostly search results. Right? That's yeah. what I think most people today uh, um, think about when they think about scraper sites. And uh, you know, it's I think that that it's it came out of an interesting idea, I think, from a scientific point of view. I think the whole idea about feeding output to input and creating this, this feedback loop 
uh, that just boost rankings uh, like crazy is very interesting. I mean, from a pure search uh, point of view, and even some of the the, the, the very advanced uh, tech guys in this business, uh, some of the people around search engine forums and, and, and places like that, were quite grabbed by the whole idea that you could feed the output to the input and gain this uh, this uh, incredible ranking. And, and it works. I mean, everybody who tried this have to admit that it's incredibly effective. Yeah. Um, and 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 of course, uh, most people don't move on and, and and do anything nice with it. They just you know slam the stuff on on some some stupid throwaway domains. Yeah. But I mean, it works. I mean, I put together sites that literally in days created thousands and thousands of visitors. You think that pure no would crap. Have. You know, it, it's it's really you know. It, it's been kind of like doing doing that stuff has been kind of like almost as funny as SEO was back in the old days. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean uh, it, it, it really is taking candy from children. It is, and I mean, you can argue that it's wrong, or you could argue that it's that it's pure uh, uh, and it's, it's it's worthless and it's crap and everything, you know. But it is so easy and it is so effective that you know, even if I didn't have. AdSense or any other stuff to put on it, I would probably do it anyway, just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And that, that I, I guess, is, is what, what a lot of people don't understand about the beauty of, of, of scraper sites, how much fun it really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm putting a project together for 2006, which I'm going to bring together, I don't know, five or six, maybe even ten of the top UK spammers around a table. And I'm going to be the the brute force and uh, the the brawn behind it, I guess. And we're going to see what ten of us can come up with, and then basically we're going to hit him hard for a year and see how much we can make from it. So hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, I think uh, we 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 got to take another commercial break, and actually, we should be happy about that. We're very happy about that. Sponsors yeah. uh, promoting this uh, or helping us promote this program. If it wasn't for them, we would not be able to do this broadcast for free. So uh, please uh, say hi to all our sponsors and welcome them. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure Apple design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for Professional web applications and business solutions. Visit load.com. That's LOAD.com and get loaded today. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With Value Click Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus 
left their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow, thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Commercials terminated. And now back to Strike Point. Okay, we're into the final leg of the show tonight. And we've covered quite a few things on the list. And I know that we're not going to cover all of them on the list because we didn't even get halfway through, did we, Mikkel? No, we didn't, and, and, and luckily nobody suggested any additional terms in the chat group. I, I think people are generally just talking about something else than what we're talking about. So um, we didn't get any additional terms for our list, uh, but maybe we'll add some more for next week. But let's move on with it. We were just doing scraper size and uh, moving right into ISS, or as Dave usually calls it, really simple spam. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, it's RSS. It could be one of the biggest downfalls for search engines. Um, I mean, we've got a lovely little RSS tool that takes RSS feeds and just rewrites them ever so slightly to give it original content. But RSS, it's like, it's so dangerous. You know what I mean? Integrated into a blog or a scraper site, it's, oh, it's, just, it's just tickety-boo, mate. Tickety-boo. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like a gray area in terms of uh, whether or not and how you're allowed to use RSS feed because most websites that, that put up RSS feeds are kind of inviting you to use the feed. And they yeah. don't usually uh, specifically describe how you're used, allowed to use the, the feed or not. Now, of course, legally that doesn't give you the right to use it anyway. There are copyright laws and all this stuff, but it's kind of like a gray area because they actually do invite people to use it and they put it out there. So it, 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 I mean, so right now uh, uh, I see tons of, of people doing exactly what you described, you know, taking the RSS feed, putting it together, blending it, rewriting a little bit. Uh, and I've even seen examples of hijacking other feeds, you know, just taking a feed, uh, building a new feed on your own based on that feed and get people to sign it up. And once people sign up to your feed, which is really not your feed, you add, insert ads to it. <laughs> and it, it is, as you say, it's, it's very dangerous. Um, well, we... We had a little play today uh, with a new tool that wasn't supposed to go live the way that it did, but we were testing it on my blog, and someone posted up was like, I can see it in the RSS, but I can't see it in your blog post. And we realized that we had it twisted the wrong way. <laughs> so yep. we're going we're gonna to start some real serious RSS stuff very shortly. That's good. We're all looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so get on those RSS feeds. <laughs> Yeah, let, let's get some more RSS feeds out so we can take them. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, baby. Um, the next on our list was one that I think is going to be a little bit more around next year, um, and it's chameleon spam. This yeah, is and this is, this is an interesting term because um, it's definitely coined down by Dave something yeah. like three minutes ago. <laughs> so, 
that is definitely a very new term. It still goes in the 2005 candle. But um, talk about that for a minute. Well, basically, chameleon spam. One of the things I, when I did a presentation at one of the SESs, I spoke about the way that when we spam a search engine, we find an industry and we get as close as humanly possible to real websites. Yeah. So the the idea was that if the search engines were coming after us, they'd have to use sniper rifles and not grenades. And the idea with it was was that if the, if you stand out with a big stupid footprint, they can just throw a grenade into those serps and basically knock everything out. If you get so close to a real site, they can't throw a grenade in there because they knock out too many real sites. Slight, slight, too much alcohol again. Um, so chameleon spam, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. This is where a spam site looks so much like a real site, you can't tell the difference. And I may add, I think we already have a ton of real sites that look like shit. <laughs> so, you know, the interesting thing here is, uh, I call the, I, I usually call this second generation scraper sites, but that's just because it's my second generation. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's taking the concept of doing something automated and just make it better. So it, it, it's more appealing to human uh, eyes and, and human intellect. And, and, and when people go to the site, they actually think, well, this is a, a website. You know, it may not be the best website in the world, but it's definitely something that people put thoughts into it. No, <laughs> it's still just completely automated site. But uh, it, it, it's interesting, and, and if, you, if you compare what you can do when you do these second-generation scraper sites or chameleon spam sites or what you call them, uh, when you compare the quality of what you can do if you do your work well with the average website out there, I would say it's not really that hard to make something that is equally good or even a little better than the average website. Because honestly, you know, a lot of websites are really bad. You know, they're badly written, badly, you know, bad designs. You know, it's it's just it's looking awful. You know, it's it's full of errors, but it's still it's it's out there. It's getting indexed. It's getting ranked. Yeah, I mean, the, with the like the spam, our spam sites, yeah, they're all W three C compliant. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. You know, what I mean, you will not find a a W three C error on there. Um, they're well-defined, they're well-navigated, and they are just spam. And I've shown search engine reps some of them, and basically they have to look really, really, really hard to uh, realize that it's a spam site. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's the guru who say we need Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He's in the chat group. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he may have gotten electrical shock or something. It happens to him. He's an engineer, so um, just watch out for whatever he's saying. One, one of my guys has got the T-shirt that says, Jesus has come in, look busy. And that's the kind of an analogy that we go by in the UK. Yep. So um, we got a few more terms, and I think we got uh, like six minutes left or maybe seven minutes left if we, if we bribe the engineer a little bit. But um, So moving on to uh, jacking. Yeah, and that's not the bit with the hand and your penis. No, we get back to the hand job in a moment, but this yeah. is this is uh, this is search jacking. Yeah, three hundred twos and um, refreshes. It's still going on, isn't it? It's still going yeah. on. It definitely, it, it's uh, it's interesting that I think uh, the the three hundred two redirect hijacking actually came out 
came around early last year or something. And in, <laughs> and in the beginning, none of the engines recognized that this was a problem at all. Then slowly, some of them recognized it. And I think actually Yahoo was the first one to, to fully recognize this is an issue that we have to deal with. And shortly after that, they came on with a solution, as we all know, that it's not a big deal in Yahoo anymore. But Google apparently still are fumbling around with it. They claim they do something, and they claim it's not a problem, and then it's all back to the same old shit again. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It, it, it's probably going to stay around for, for at least as long as, 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 as Google haven't uh, figured out a, a good way to, to handle it. I agree. And I, and I want to go on record at saying that 302 hijacking is uncool. Yeah. Um, I know Danny thinks that comment spam is uncool, but 302 hijacking is uncool. The first time that we uncovered it was in 2000, 2001, to give you some idea how long it's been out there. Um, it wasn't until people started shouting about it in the forums that anyone thought, hey, maybe we can do this. And then all the bedroom spammers came out and started doing it, which was, again, uncool. So yeah, go down. but then again, I would still say that I, I, I think, I haven't, I haven't analyzed this in any deeper way, but I think the majority of, of, of jacking that's been around has not been on purpose. I think most of it has come from people building directories and stuff, and they want to count the outgoing links or they want to count outgoing links in general from their website, and they put up a, a click tracker and they 302 uh, redirect from there. Uh, and, and that's been one of the main reasons that, that we've seen all these uh, 302 redirects. And then, of course, some, some, um, some, some issues between uh, domains and stuff where people really should be using a permanent redirect, but because 302 is, for instance, on an IS service, as far as I remember, it's, it's the default redirect. So if you don't do anything, you get a 302. You actually have to do something to get a 301. So I think a lot of it has not been on purpose, but nevertheless, the damage has been, been severe for some, some websites. Well, once you realize that there's an exploit out there, people will exploit it, whether exactly. it's a good exploit or a bad exploit. And talking about exploits, I think we should move on to the next word, shitika. We all know the contextual network, or really it isn't a contextual, is it? But it's, it's a product network, advertising network called Shitika. Uh, as you all know probably by now, there was a lot of uh, talk about a couple of weeks ago when, when Shitika made uh, some auditing of clicks that was produced as long as 60 days before that, as far as I understand it. And um, apparently they removed a lot of the clickers, fraudulent clicks, and some people were caught from anywhere from 10%, and I heard up to 90% yeah, of the revenues that they actually thought they were making. And uh, suddenly... Everybody's moving from saying that Shitika is such a great network and you get more money out of it than you do in Google or YPN, um, now into everybody's just angry with them. And uh, I think actually, again, we had him on the list before. Um, Oilman found out that they forgot to book the domain variation with an S. So um, I'm not exactly 100% sure if it was him who that, that came up with it. But, um, I, I, I can't remember who did. But in any case, if you go to www.shitika.com, you'll find a, a sweet little blog and some people talking about how they, they felt pretty much betrayed. Yeah. Like so you can go in there and, and check it out. I think people are kind of not understand your accent, and they're not going to understand mine anymore, but I'll give it a go. Shitika. Shitika. But with a S. Shitika. Because they shit. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I don't, I don't think we're going to get it anyway. But I'm sure we're going to get the next one. 
because that's definitely one of our favorites, the hand job. Yes. Get that guy's in the U.S. hand there. job. I know you guys know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think this came from, from, uh, from Web2Wheeler, right. really, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know. I don't, I don't understand how he came up with that. He's a, he's a good-looking. He's a good-looking guy, and all you know. He <laughs> I th- from what I've heard is that he spends most of his time giving himself hand jobs. So I'm not nah. sure what that means. Anyway, it's an interesting term, um, and it's come up a lot more lately um, because of the fact that, uh, especially Yahoo, seems to uh, go around doing hand jobbing a lot more than than Google does. Yeah. Uh, I think it it might be uh, due to to at least partly by the fact that they they um, used to come from from running a directory, so they have an awful lot of editors and people who are used to make making editorial judgment judgments on on on, on sites. So uh, doing that is is not very strange to them. Contrary to Google, that came from from a scientific point of view, and 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 they want to build everything into the algorithm. So um, I, I I still think we can agree that we see a lot more hand jobbing um, done in, in 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 Yahoo, right? Oh yeah, I mean I I can't think of one search engine rep that hasn't given me a hand job. Yeah, <laughs> and you can you can think about it what you like. At one time. But, but I remember that you said just last week that you consider uh, both Matt and, 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 and Tim to be good friends. And so, Real good friends, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think maybe maybe we shouldn't really talk too much more about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I like the last term. I like the last term that uh, that is a term that Dave use on a daily basis. And I think I think you need the, the, the UK accent for this one. So, so, so go ahead, Dave. Yeah, crazy fucked up Russian programmers. All oh, the yeah. time. Have you, ever, have you ever worked with Russian programmers? I've done <laughs> it a few times, and they, they, they are crazy fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it's like... No, there's, it's, an, there's an old story that, um, that I told ages ago about a Russian programmer that we said, have you tested the script? And he's like, yeah, the script is good. And I'm like, the script is bad. And he's like, no, the script is good. Nothing for you. went on for ages. And basically, it was like, the script was bad, but he wouldn't actually admit it. And then when we told him actually what the outcome of the script that he'd wrote did, he was like, see, script was good. And it's like, that wasn't what it was supposed to do. We weren't supposed to get the sites removed. It was supposed to help the sites. But no, yeah, crazy fucked up Russian programmers. Hey, and we're still yeah. explicit, I hope. I think that that was really a beautiful way to end this show, wasn't it? Yeah, I think and, so. And, and we got through the whole list and everything. Yeah. You know, once again, we've left again. away for more than an hour, and I don't know what happened to time. I never know what happens to time, mate. Oh, I'm you 30, do? I'm 38 years old. What's happened to my life? What have I done? I've never slept with a Spice Girl or anything. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got five pipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, are we doing this? What, what's the date next Monday? I think we are. Are we? Are we doing one next Monday? Or am I going to be too drunk from New Year's and Christmas and all the rest of it? What is the date next Monday? Someone help me out. Uh, it's the 26th. Boxing Day. Yeah, I guess you call it that. Yeah. Just, we call it Second Christmas Day here. Second Christmas Day. What you like? That's okay. Christmas. <laughs> we're, we're, hey, you guys, we're off next Monday. Cool. <laughs> cool, we got off. I can drink <laughs> and be merry. And yeah, we're get, we're getting drunk, This is, too. in fact, the last show of the year. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Uh, are we on on the second, then? 
Uh, I think we're off then, too. Dude, I was like, when yeah. will I get my Webmaster Radio fixed on? <laughs> Week after that. Okay, so the 9th. Yeah. So guys out there, have a real good Christmas and a real drunken New Year. Oh, yeah, and we all see you back on the 9th. Yeah, and we love all our listeners and sponsors. <laughs> and engineers. <laughs> and Yeah, we love everybody. And we the engines. Full of love. Full of love. Okay, okay guys. <laughs> We shall see you all later. Happy birthday!